This program deals with themes of an adult nature and is intended for a mature audience. The very word secrecy is repugnant in a free and open society. And we are, as a people, inherently and historically opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths, and to secret proceedings. Our differences worldwide would vanish if we were facing an alien threat from outside of this world. We must guard against the military-industrial conflict. UFOs, paranormal phenomena, and deep analysis of current world events. From somewhere in the desert, between Area 51 and Roswell, blasting across the planet, the Manticore Network proudly presents Fairy Tales. Because the truth will set you free. Headline edition, July 8, 1947. The Army Air Forces has announced that a flying disc has been found and is now in the possession of the Army. I'm as bad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore! The power they took from the people will return to the people. The Matrix is everywhere. It is all around us. It is the world that has been pulled over your eyes to blind you from the truth. Shall I tell you what I find beautiful about you? You are in charge of the best when things are worse. Sooner or later, though, you always have to wake up. Be skeptical, but don't close your mind. Greetings to everyone around the world, and we're welcome to another edition of Veritas at VeritasRadio.com. I'm your host, Mel Fabregas. And I sincerely thank you for joining me once again. And if this is your first time, please make yourself at home. I want to thank you, Veritas member, for making this program possible. Please subscribe at VeritasRadio.com to listen to both segments of tonight's interview and all of our material. Tonight's special guest is another veteran of this program. With the publication of his new book... He drops by to tell us all about it. George Cavasilas is our special guest, and he discusses his new book, Our Universal Journey. George Cavasilas will be with us shortly. Now visit the Veritas store for MMS. It's better to have it and not need it than need it and not have it. Also, our futuristic metal-cased USB drives with all of our seasons and bonus material. Go to our Veritas store for more information. And to get in touch with me, it's very simple. Click on the contact button of our website at veritasradio.com. Our social system is designed to foster division. Our education system is designed to conceal knowledge. Our health system is designed to create sickness. Our financial system is designed to steal wealth. Our community is designed to create this unity. And our very civilization itself is highly uncivilized. Tonight's interview will be challenging to some. It is perfectly understandable 
what it feels like to have what we hold dear as our perception and beliefs of what life is and what life should be challenged in a way that makes us feel uncomfortable. The material discussed tonight is not intended to entertain your mind. It is intended to confront your mind. Get ready to discuss a manipulation of our history, the primordial questions, our purpose on this planet, our past, the hidden knowledge, extraterrestrials, the moon, where are we heading, and the awakening to a free and sovereign spirit. For this and much more, George Cavasilas is coming up next. This is Mel Bambergus, and you're listening to Veritas. This is Kim Carlsberg, and you're listening to Veritas. George Cavaslas has always seen the world through different eyes compared to those around him. Even from a very young age, he was aware that the universe was full of life and could see and feel life around him in a far more significant way than other people, which included the teachings of the so-called education system religious doctrines, and society in general, portraying a vastly different and limited perspective. And if you listen to this program, you already know George. For a more expanded biography, visit our website at veritasradio.com. And directly from South Australia, I would like to welcome a Veritas veteran once again, George Cavasilas. Hello, George, and welcome back. How are you? Very well, thanks, Mel, and thank you for having me on once again. It truly, truly is an honor. Yeah, always excited to be on Veritas, that's for sure. Thank quite you. Nervous to, I was quite nervous, Mel, to be honest. I, I had a bit of a restless night and, uh, you know, the, uh, the butterflies were, uh, were stirring <laughs> and, and the energy was flowing and I was thinking, crikey, this is going to be a good one with Mel today. <laughs> <laughs> well, first of all, thank you once again for the interview that you conducted uh, with Jason a few weeks ago. I really enjoyed it. And, and sometimes it's difficult for me to switch hats to be the interviewee. And I usually feel more comfortable when I'm the interviewer because I'm better I'm better with questions than with answers, but you are the answer person. And I finally read your book. I finished last night that, George, I really, really enjoyed it. And as I was saying to you offline, it's it's going to be a big controversial. But, you know, when the truth is the truth, there's no reason to, to censor it. Uh, when did you start the book and what was your main motivator? 
Well, I would say I've had this stirring inside of me for my whole life, and um, it's taken uh, all this time for it to finally come out. And I would say the main motivator had to have been after my world tour last year when we got home and I sat back and uh, Cynthia and Jason and others were saying to me, why don't you write a book? Even while I was touring, people would say, why don't you write a book, George? And I'm like, well, I'm not a book reader. I don't know how to write a book. I don't feel like I want to write a book. And it was probably about three to four weeks after we got back home, then it just came, this this drive just came out from within me. And it was like, George, it's time to write a book. And, uh, you know, there's knowledge, there's knowledge in this book that I've carried through my whole life. And it's been uh, such a relief to finally get it out. I'm glad you did the the title, Our Universal Journey. And the first thing that comes to mind when I read the book, you know, George, why do you feel that when someone has their perceptions and beliefs challenged, and this is something that you do with your book, you you, you challenge people people's perceptions and, and, and beliefs, instead of being open-minded about it, most people feel uncomfortable. Is this a defense mechanism? Is this ego taking over? Uh, all of the above. It's a defense mechanism. It's, it is ego. Um, but we've got to ask what kind of ego. Uh, we're, we're talking about the ego that resides in the mind. It's, we're not talking about the, um, uh, the authentic and organic ego, uh, which really is, I have a, you can really, in our modern day society, we can actually use, um, a more accurate term because ego has been thrown backwards and forwards and, and, and thrown all around the room and, uh, it's, it's been distorted and tainted. If, if you um, look at the original organic ego as simply the personality interface, okay? Now, this is a modern-day technical term that I've, um, I've, that I've come up with. It's the personality interface. So if we have our genuine personality interface, which is in alignment with the heart, that is the, the, the original ego. But then you have this other ego, which everybody seems to have an issue with, but that's the one that resides um, in the mind. And that's the one that is functioning from external influences. And that's the one that needs um, programs and doctrines to be validated. And so you have that ego that resides in the mind, which is, um, you know, which is, you know, that's the area that people call the, the illusionary self as well. Uh, that's the part of us that, that is entrenched and, and has been formed and feels, like I said, validated because of all these doctrines and programs, and I would call it just mind-control programs, really, whether they're earthly or whether they're cosmic in origin, they're all mind-control programs. And these are the programs that are, are vehemently, and I mean vehemently, defending themselves because it is like uh, for them, for this type of ego to stop functioning in this way, it is, it is like death. And, uh, it, you know, it, it's fighting for all it's worth. That's that's pretty much why people get so, uh, I would say, even at times angry and even violent when they need to defend their, these belief systems. And they don't even realize just how deluded their, their state of mind is. It's crazy. And what I'm going to say, I hope it doesn't sound egotistic because that's not my intent. But I was just thinking about this when I was reading the book. You know, sometimes... People who are truth seekers, you and I and the many listeners who listen to us, 
sometimes it feels, George, as if we're coexisting in, in a body that has cancer. And we're one of the few cells that is cancer-free. But all the other cells just want to grab us so that we can continue metastasizing, in this case, metastasizing the planet, our consciousness, uh, our free will, free will, and so on. Why is it that when you talk about truth and you give people the evidence, this is the truth and I can prove it, I can back it up, they completely go back to their programming and to their beliefs because, once again, they don't want it to be defied. What is the best course of action to overturn this tide? Wow, what a fantastic question. Uh, wow, when when people keep falling back to their belief systems, you see that that is um, their comfort zone. It makes them feel safe and secure. It's no different. The best analogy I could use that comes straight off the top of my head is the one where you've got the um, inland security um, and they are putting all these laws up to make you feel safe because there's threats. Um, they perceived threats and perceived dangers, and so you've got this this ego that that is functioning within these constructs, these these rigid constructs of these programs, and it feels feels safe. It's made, it's even made and encouraged to feel safe and secure within these, you know, rigid structures. And it's exactly the same when you've got these laws that are being implemented that are taking away your freedom. And so to stand up against these laws is a very, very challenging and difficult thing. And it begins by doing it internally. So if you can oh, get to this point inside your mind, when you can say to your mind from your heart, when you, when you realize that, you know, okay, symbiotically become an observer of your mind. And I suppose it starts there because... For me, that when when you sit quietly and you really observe your mind, you come to realize that so many of the thoughts that you're having are not even yours. And that, that will sound just crazy now to a whole lot of people who are listening, but it's fact. And it, it's it's not an individual thing. This is this is this is across the spectrum of humanity because our minds are plugged into an invisible internet we cannot see called the the mind matrix and which originates from the moon and you know we're getting into some pretty serious territory here and i tell you what this thing is real and people really need to understand the depths and and the magnitude and the genius behind this thing and you know we we have been quarantined as a planet and our our minds have been in immersed into this uh, this invisible internet, like I said, called the mind matrix. And we're caught in so many programmed thought loops that get injected into our mind by this artificial intelligence, which is monitoring the matrix. You know, it's just like our internet is monitored by massive, powerful computers. People need to understand that this mind matrix, this, you know, collective subconscious is, is what some uh, psychiatry and, and psychology um, refers to. It's, it's incredible. It's a huge database of, of human mental constructs. And this thing literally does exist. And, and it's the fearful who can't go there. It's the people who are held back by fear that can't come to terms with this reality. And they want to continue to live in this la-la land. In this, you know, it, it's, it's more comfortable to live the lie. It's like uh, it's the old saying, ignorance is bliss. You know, it's uh, the truth hurts, Mel. That's really what it comes down to. And there's a section of your book titled Manipulation of History, the Misrepresentation of History. And I want to read a quote here. 
It says, uncovering the real knowledge of life is like unraveling a puzzle that has many layers because the real knowledge of life remains hidden beneath layers of twisted truths and manipulations. Just when you think you've found it, another piece of information comes along or a revelation surfaces from within and alters one previous perspective. That is why many find it so difficult. A journey, the journey of the truth seeker. I think this summarizes our listeners, George, and it is so important to, 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 to say this because this journey of a truth seeker does not come without perils. It's very challenging because to, you know, to, to break free from these um, constraints that we are under, um, you know, and mind you, this whole commentary that we're doing is within the drama because, you know, we're multidimensional beings and we've co-created all, and I'm sure we're going to get to that part of it. So it's, this is not about disempowering people. This is about just on one level of life, getting getting grip, getting a grip on reality and coming to terms with the, the structure that we have been immersed into, that we have chosen to enter into and experience and and also take responsibility for on another level. We'll get into that later. So you've got, excuse me, um, we've got this incredible, incredible, powerful cosmic level infrastructure, which is really the best the universe has to offer. We are being tested by the best. We wanted the best and we got the best. And I tell you, when you can really dig deep and see what's going on around you and feel um, the, the mind control programs, you know, in one way, it really serves us, Mel, because we're kind of left with only one place to go. You see, this is you know, we've come into this system, this this matrix system, because we not only want it to be tested, but it's also serving us in a very big way because we're being forced to go within. We're being funneled, really. The overall picture is we are being funneled towards center. And if you keep turning away, if you keep choosing not to engage in these external programs, one after the other after the other in life as you journey along and you, you, you're taking that path of the truth seeker. You know, you're, you're venturing down that yellow brick road, that, that path of the golden ratio and that spiral of the Fibonacci sequence. We're heading towards center there. And when you do that and you, and you let go of one program after the other after the other, you know, it's a very, very uncomfortable place because you're so accustomed to living within these programs as we say we've got the you know you've been in prison and i use that analogy in the book where you've been you know someone's been imprisoned all their life all they've ever known is the routine programs of the prison system and when they are released from prison they don't know what to do with themselves they're lost and that's what it's like for our egos because without the um the ego functioning within these routine programs these really rigid programs when we break free from that we're just left standing there bare naked and it's a very very uncomfortable feeling you lose friends along the way you you know people come and go in your life and sure there's some that stick with you through the journey but it's incredible how you're just left standing there bare naked and it does hurt and that's the uncomfortable side of this journey and it takes courage to do that it takes courage to be genuine to be authentic to live from the heart and strip all the programs away and get back to the purity and the sanctity of your heart and the true essence of who and what you are and what you said about the door being open and not knowing how to get out reminds me of a person who spends time in jail and all of a sudden is released 
the door is open, but he doesn't know how to get out unless he's given permission to get out. Even in Thank you for listening. To unlock the full two-hour interview, including video formats, downloads, transcripts, exclusive articles, and more, subscribe to Veritas Plus now. Gain access to our entire archive dating back to 2008. Just click subscribe at veritasradio.com. Because you don't want to believe, you want to know. Subscribe now. To listen to the rest and all of our exclusive material, proceed to the Veritas Plus member section or join the Veritas Plus family by subscribing. Click on the subscribe button at veritasradio.com. Don't forget to visit the Veritas store for focused life force energy. Get a 15-day free trial today with no credit card required. And if you want to get in touch with Mel, want to be a guest on this radio program, have a guest suggestion, or have feedback, just click on the contact button on our website at veritasradio.com. Now, proceed to the Veritas Plus member section or subscribe to listen to the rest of the interview. You don't want to miss it. Because you don't want to believe, you want to know. What are you waiting for? Subscribe now at veritasradio.com.